Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are getting the move on. And our guest this week is a plumber who managed to figure out how to get his time back. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we chat with real business owners who have real success and learn from them about what works, what doesn't, and who want you to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. Join us where you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Jim Hinesley, the owner of Advanced Plumbing. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Oh, thank you. And for visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? Well, I'm Jim Hinesley. I'm the owner of Advanced Plumbing. I started this business in the early 90s, and we are predominantly a plumbing service company. For those of you who are listening to this program on our podcast, you're going to hear all kinds of traffic in the background. You're going to hear all kinds of birds tweeting. and That's because we're here in the warehouse, and the doors are open, and it's a balmy 107 degrees outside. So it's nice. you know typical Bakersfield summer weather. And this is a new facility that you've got here, Jim. Yeah, we just uh, recently built this building. We were um, just down the street for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, we still own that building, but we finally uh, got our dream building here. So we built a 9,000 square foot warehouse and we lease out part of the building and we use the other part. Why is this a dream building for you guys? We've always stocked and inventoried all of our own parts. Oh. And so it's what one of the things that makes us successful. Right is when our guys show up to the job, they can get the job done because their, their trucks are restocked daily like a moving warehouse. I have to ask because I'm not a plumber, but it seems like over the last 40, 50, 60, 70 years, there has got to be a thousand different manufacturers and a thousand different types of parts that in, in the plumbing world. How in the world do you find the way to be able to stock a, an entire truck with the, the variable of different kinds of plumbing parts that you guys need? Yeah, so that's really important. I mean, one of the things we found is, uh, you know, we used to, and we, we all want to get a good deal on parts, right. you know, so we would go buy from some of the big box stores when they would have stuff on sale, but it just didn't work out. So. Um, I guess, you know, the big box stores have things made for their price uh, point, you know? Right. And so sometimes, just because it's a Moen faucet, if it comes from a big box store, does not mean it's a, a good Moen faucet. Right. So we've, over the years, developed and figured out which parts last and which parts uh. work. Because in the end, we warranty our material. If you buy the material, it's not under warranty. So it would cost us a fortune to go back and change some of these things. Uh, one time I found a faucet at a uh, big box store. I won't mention right, names. Right, right. <coughs> Sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing that's too high, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. not real. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> so I bought like 10 of these faucets for $100 and we put 10 in. And within a year, I took 10 out. Oh. So the cost to me was great. Sure. And the customers being unhappy. So we, right. we have went back a few times and tried to get good deals on some off-brand stuff and it just didn't work. So we figured out what works and what lasts for our customers. During our conversation before this conversation, you, mo you mentioned that it doesn't matter what the plumbing job, something's gonna break. 
Yes. And so part of what you're doing here is you're replacing those broken parts that are invariably break with stuff that, that, that will last and hold up. Right. What's the warranty period like for, for those parts that you supply? Yeah, so when people are on our service agreement plan, right. we extend it to two years. Oh. Normal's one year. Mm -hmm. But there are some products that have longer warranty just from the manufacturers. Right. So we carry Bradford Whitewater Heaters, which is the best by far. We've tried others. Right. It's, we only use that water here because it works. And we, anytime we've tried to go back, it doesn't work. Right. Put in the best if you're going to be the best. Are your clientele, your customers, the people you service, are they mostly residential? Are they mostly commercial? Is it a hybrid of both? It's a hybrid of both, but I would say that you know probably 90% of our, our, our uh, customers, 85-90% right. are residential customers mm -hmm. and repeat customers. Now we do do a lot of commercial work, mm -hmm. but we do, you know, usually commercial jobs take a little bit longer. Right. So just by attrition, you're gonna do more right. service calls for uh, residential and so we do focus really hard on residential customers we do I mean a lot of commercial work also right but um, is it mostly new construction or existing? almost all service work oh, so okay. I also build homes okay um, but I do not plumb the houses we build um, it, in the plumbing field there's commercial plumbers new construction plumbers right. and then service plumbers and then pipe fitters right and yes they can all cross over a little bit but the closer you just stay to what you do, the better it is. Uh, it's better nice. to keep a service plumber on a service job, right. new construction on a new construction job. Doesn't mean they can't do some of it, right. but it's gonna be better for your customer. If you're watching this episode on YouTube, you'll notice my background is not exactly subtle. It's the side of an advanced plumbing truck. And, uh, and if you're listening to this, you can just imagine a rolling billboard. Of course, this is part of the reason why I absolutely had to make this as my background. But this is not where you started, Jim, because when you started this business, your dad helped you with your first van. My first truck was the family family van. It was like a one-ton uh, Ford van with the windows and the couch in the back. You know, it was totally... <laughs> Didn't you know, have carpet on the floor? Yeah, had carpet no. on the floor and like a little bar in there. And uh, it was our family van, and so we, my dad uh, gave it to me. Right. And uh, we took out the couches and stuff, and we went down to L.A. and bought the some used racks. Right. And I think he gave me $4,000 or $6,000, you know? Wow. And, and this uh, was in 19... Uh, that was about 1991. Yeah. $4,000 in 91? Yeah. That's a, yeah. a nice chunk yeah. of change. Yeah, that was a nice chunk of change. So. You could almost go to college on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> got, a, got, a, uh, got a little cash from dad. Right. And, uh, you know, had a couple little counts started, and that's, that's what started. And the name came Advanced Plumbing. As I thought I was smart in the phone books. Uh, Everything starts with an A, right? Right, AD right. AD advanced. But little did I know, the big ads is by how much you pay. Uh, <laughs> so I sure? was first in the small ads, but the big yellow page ads, you had to pay more money if you want the first pages. Right, so, so right. So it didn't, it didn't work, but that's how the name came about. So you wanted to, you know. Did you learn this from working for other plumbing companies prior to opening up your own shop? No, I, I mean, I knew we needed to market, so I thought, AD would be the first in the fa in the phone book, right? You know, but then there's AAA the plumbing, plumbing and all others. But, <laughs> exactly. But, the, but you know, back then it was the yellow page ads, right? And the more the bigger ad you bought, right, the closer you went. I right. mean, in the old days, our advertising cost for a full page ad was almost seven thousand dollars a month to be upfront, right. and it was not too much different than the internet. The further pages back, you the less right. likely you got called. So. Right. 
So in the beginning, we had we spent money not knowing. We, it was a lot of hard lessons. Right. A lot. We spent money on the wrong things. So sure. I got to tell you why we're talking about that. The, the right. big red wrench. So for right. years, my <clears throat> I was always we need a a jingle. Sure. You know? And so my father was talking to my father, and we thought about it. I couldn't think of a jingle for advanced plumbing. And uh, my father kind of has a little baritone voice, and we were sitting <laughs> having breakfast one day, and he goes, well, why don't you just do this? And I can't do it as good as him. So right, right. he said, um, if your plumbing's giving you trouble and you, need, uh, <laughs> and you need help on the double, let the big red pipe wrench come to work for you. So <clears throat> over breakfast and a cup of coffee, my dad came up with our... Uh, with our, uh, our, our, uh, our jingle. So, wow, yeah. and when you were singing it right now, it, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's why we have the big red pipe wrench. Right, right, And we right. stop sign material so that it doesn't uh, wear off and right. it glows in the dark, you know, and stuff. So, sure. Yeah. So that's how we came up with the name. When we come back, we're going to talk about the, the overall philosophy of why Jim started this business, his mindset, his, the way he thought about what his business was going to look like, not just next year, not just five or ten years, but what was the business going to look like much further down the road. But before we do that, Jim, if visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the trick. Huh? Here's the trick. <laughs> You could call my cell phone. <laughs> uh, so our office is 8340424. Uh, can you, you can, round that you off one more time? 8340424 and you can call it or text it. advancedplumbingservice.com. Okay. Is our uh, our uh, website. And if you enjoy small business celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify and leave a comment. Your comments are very important. That's why we get some of the great questions that we have our guests answer here on Small Business Celebration. And we're going to talk more with Jim about long-term planning so that can help you grow a strong and profitable business when we come right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Hugh Beatty, the Wellness Dot, also known as TWD. If you find that you have aging skin, suffer with facial acne, as well as wrinkles, the different things that I can do for you is Botox, chemical pills, facial fillers, as well as PRP. This can bring back that youthfulness so you can perform better at your business. Please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, The Wellness Doc. Reach out to Hugh Beatty, MD, The Wellness Doc at 661-395-0315. That's 661-395-0315. Or visit them online at HughBeattyMD.com. That's H-U-G-H-B-E-A-T-T-Y-M-D. Com. I'm here with Jim Hinesley, the owner of Advanced Plumbing, and our visionary question comes from Irwin who asks, I've recently taken over a business where we're incrementally changing the systems we do things, but I'm trying to conceptually consolidate the growth vision so my employees can easily understand where we are trying to go. What has worked for you? Well, I, I mean, what I've found is employees are not big on change. Right. Any kind of change. Right. And even if it's easier, if the change is easier, mm -hmm. they still don't like to change. Sure, right? sure. So uh, what I've been done in the past and what we try to do is we find one person that will get on board and we make them the example. Okay. You know? And, um, and you've we'll got the example sitting, standing right over there looking at his phone. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, why don't you come on over here and, and, and sit, stand next to your boss. Who is this fine gentleman that we've got here? Uh, this is my brother, David. Um, he actually runs Advanced, uh, Advanced Plumbing, right. manages it. Nice to meet you, Dave. 
Nice to meet you. Yeah, so this is actually the, uh, it runs all operations here from every aspect, from oh. the marketing to uh, the warehouse, oversees them all, right? Oversees the key people to take care of it, so. He's the brains behind the operation. Exactly, he's the brains behind the operation. Couldn't do it without him. That's right, so, 100%, so. <laughs> nice meeting you, thank yeah. you for joining us. Thank you. This is very important, this example of having your brother here running things, because this is part of the philosophy that you built into Advanced Plumbing from day one. I can honestly, I can almost remember the day oh, yeah? that I decided what, what I was going to do. Okay. So I had been, um, you know, working and going out and doing service calls all the time. And right. you were young and it was uh, working Saturdays and Sundays. And there was another company, and I won't mention the name, but they had similar box trucks. And, but the guys were older than me and they were in the truck working just as I was, but I was in my, you know, mid-20s, right. you know. And these, and guys, these guys were considerably older, you know. And so I saw them working Fridays and Saturdays and working hard, hard working companies, you know. Right. And I knew right then that there had to be a way out if right. I didn't do something different drastically. Right. If I didn't build this business so that, so that I didn't have to be here, then all I really owned is a job. Right. And so from that day forward, I decided that, that I was going to do something different, that I wasn't going to be that guy in the truck every Saturday and Sunday you know, running the calls, so. How did you make that change? You know, I, I think uh, for companies, do not reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. You know, most things, uh, somebody's doing it well. Mm -hmm. um, take some ideas and change them a little bit. Make them your own, but don't completely, you know, we all have these creative, our creative minds, and we want right. to make everything completely different. Sure. Um, but I, I think you, you need to, to not reinvent the wheel. Right. Take a little bit of each thing and be willing to change. Tell me about the philosophy of creating your business to be a franchise. So that kind of came along with it. There is no, there is no rest for an owner. Uh, um, if every twice a week you have to tell the shop boy to sweep the floor, right. there's an extra two minutes of your time out of the week that you don't have anymore. Right. You know? um, so I, I believe every aspect of the business should be repetitious so that anybody can do it. Ah. You should set up inventories that are easy to read. Mm. Use the texting, let your employees know what's inspected of them. Don't wait six months. Give them to them every couple weeks. Let, right. let them know what we expect and, and, and what you should expect if you're doing what we expect. Right. So I think, you know, I think a franchise in theory is pretty simple. It's repeat the process that works well, ah. as much as you can. Right. I think that's what a franchise is to me, right. is repeat it. And a franchise doesn't mean it's always for sale. It means run it like a franchise so that you don't have to be here. I mean, the end result is we all want to sell, sell our business someday, I think, you know. Right. Some don't. I have friends that they'll work till they're 80 because they, they like to do it or right. like to be involved. Yeah. And you've extended this philosophy to your trucks because yes. you mentioned in the first segment that you carry all of your parts on the truck, which is a daunting task unto itself, but you yeah. by itself. But you have to create a system so that this truck can go out fully stocked, correctly stocked, and that your technician can find it. Right. How have you done, taken this, treat your business like a franchise idea and extended it to your truck? I mean, the first reason why part of the inventory system started in the beginning was, you know, in plumbing, you look underneath the sink and there's five different ways to do it. Right. But most companies only carry one way to do it on the truck. Right. 
And so the plumber's forced to make this one-way work because otherwise you're driving back and forth to the supply house. Right. What if you could carry all five ways so that a plumber has the option to do it more correctly and not force things together right. you know, and can do a better job? So that was one of, the, one of the hurdles that I had when I worked for other companies when I was younger is, is you, it was really tough because you, you didn't have the parts to do it. Right. You know? And then the second thing, once you create a warehouse, well, it's not easy to find parts in a warehouse. Right. So you've got to create a system that makes it where anybody within five minutes can learn the system. Ah. So if you hire a, a helper or someone to help the plumber, right. he can help on the first day. And that includes a diagram on the back door right. of the truck. Exactly, yeah. One of the other things that I found fascinating, and we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording, is you've had the back part of this truck for a long time now, but you've got it modularly set up so that you can replace the chassis at any time. Where did that idea come from? Yeah, so um, these trucks are, are, are very expensive, especially right now, right. you know. Um, and so they're made to where the entire chassis with the whole thing can come off and drive a new, new, uh, chass a new tr chassis underneath it right. and, and get going back going again. But um, the idea, I don't think I stole that idea. I think someone else was doing it. Right. And it was kind of the same deal. There was a company in town who's no longer here. It was a big company. They were here for years and they had these trucks and I thought that's an amazing idea. I bet those trucks are just amazing on the inside. <laughs> and, but I never saw them. I only saw the outside. And right. I, that, that's just a great idea. So right. I took someone else's idea. Stole it fair then, and square. Fair and square. <laughs> but then one day I was in a supply house and they had the back doors open. Ah. And it was a mess. There was no organization to it. There was mm. no rhyme or reason. It was just a, to me it was a box of junk. Right. You didn't need a truck that big. Right. And I said, okay, I liked the beginning of the idea. <laughs> I don't like the end. So I didn't reinvent the wheel. Right. I took somebody else's idea. I thought it was a great marketing uh, scheme because you have a billboard that, that you know, drives around. And you can in park fact, it anywhere. Well, so for many years, we, uh, the Rite Aid's in town, there's all out here in Rosedale and stuff. Right. We made a deal with them that in the morning, my guys would, uh, in the evening, my guys would park their work truck and they would go home in their personal car. So they'd park their personal car in the daytime and that. Right. So every evening, our trucks were uh, marking on, on main corners at Rite Aid's. Nice. So we probably did that for over 15 years. Wow. We don't, we don't have that uh, that relationship with them anymore, right. but it was one of the best things we ever did. There wasn't a day go by that someone doesn't say, why do I see your trucks at Rite Aid? Why do I see you all the time? <laughs> and it was simply a marketing thing where we were using sure. the billboards. You right. Know? One of the things you mentioned earlier was that you're building the business uh, to get your time back mm -hmm. is what you're doing to do. And what are some of the benefits that having advanced plumbing, especially since you've got a, a system in place that you know, even a novice can find a part in the truck, mm -hmm. and you've got your brother running everything now. What has this success and flexibility afforded you as a business owner? So my day begins with I get up like everybody else, right. but I have the choice to come in or not to come in. Right. I, uh, I have the choice to come in and, in the morning, and sometimes I do because I might not have anything to do. Right. But I have that affordability. So um, as, as me as a business owner with Advanced Plumbing, um, they don't expect me. So I'm not expected. I don't call and say I'm going on vacation. Right. But I live close to here, and I'm a, I'm a worker. I'll come and help them, and especially when they need help, you know. Right. But I'm not required to anymore. Ah. That's the difference. That's the key. Yeah. So I guess if you want to be retired, you're retired. If you don't want to be, you're not. 
I can I can work when I want to. And I, and I like to work and I like to help and I'll come in and stir up the pot a little bit, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but they do it well without me, so. Mm -hmm. When we come back, we're gonna talk about how the business evolves and changes over time. How do you do it when you've been in business 10 years, 11 years? What kinds of things do you, what kinds of things keep you motivated and do you keep changing? Are you required to? Is it important? Well, we'll answer all that with Jim when we come right back. The reason we're here talking with Jim Hinesley, the owner of Advanced Plumbing, is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. We had a visioneer that wanted to know the long-term philosophy, a very good long-term philosophy, for creating a business long-term. So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and let us know. Let us know what you would like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with Jim Hinesley, the owner of Advanced Plumbing, and our visionary question comes from Jennifer who asks, we are in year 11 of our business and we've grown past why we started our business in the first place. Did you reset your original vision and what is it now? So, actually, I don't think I really did reset my original okay. vision. Um, you know, maybe when I was really young, when I started, it was just about working, right. you know, because you were just trying to make a living. Right. But once I made that vision of I, I, I wanted time, that was always my goal. Uh, it never was money. I mean, obviously you need money right. and you want to make money and have nice things. Right. But my goal was always time, mm. you know, and um, Sue, who you know, Watson. Sue Watson, uh, right, yeah, former guest. Former guest, yeah, uh, business initiatives. Uh-huh. There's a little plug for her. You know, I met her one time uh, at one of her group meetings with a, maybe eight to ten different businesses. Right. And Sue asked each guy in the room why they were in business, what they wanted. Right. And, I, and I'll never forget. And they went, the first guy said, well, I want to buy a, a, a new house and this and that. And then the other guy was, I want to do $10 million this year. And, but every one of them was about money. In right. the end, it was about money. And right. when she got to me and she said, why are you in business? And I said, time. And she said, explain it. I said, I know I need money. But if I have money, but I don't have time, then I don't want to be in business. I have to create a business right. that gives the owner time. Right. And so, no, I didn't, I didn't change my vision. I, I think it's always been that way. And it, it's actually that way for my employees, too. We, we give them great vacation packages and, and um, take care of them on, on that. I, th I think I probably give more vacation than most, most companies that do service in town. Do you take them to Baja with you? I would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I kind of reserve the Vaha for me. I don't, I don't take, And I don't now that we've let the much. cat out of the bag, yeah. you have a very rare accomplishment in Baja, Mexico. Tell us, tell us what it is, because this is, this is really neat and cool. Yeah, well, I was, uh, I was down in Baja one time fishing way down in Bay of LA, which is on the Sea of Cortez, uh, Baja, California. And um, there was a, uh, uh, a guy fishing, and I was bragging about my sand car the big motor, and he said he raced Baja. I, oh, I would love to do that. So I created a relationship with a, a Mexican uh, racing team right. called uh, Chicali's Racing. Okay. And there's, you know, 100 Mexican guys and, and one American, that's me. You know? <laughs> and uh, so I started racing with them and fell in love with the people and the place and ended up buying a home. But uh, yeah, our team is very successful. We've won the Baja 1000 several times, the 500, all the races, all the major events which is, uh, you know, Baja 1000 is the longest nonstop race in the world. And people need to realize this is not on asphalt and pavement. Right. 
it's in dirt. It's flying through the air, rivers, washes, everything. But when I started with this team, yeah. they were successful in local races, but they hadn't raced the big, you know, the big races, the professional races. Right. And I said, I'll only be part of their team if we ran it like a business. Uh, so immediately when I went in, right. I set up inventory systems just like we do here at Advanced Plumbing. Right. And so we had inventory for the parts trucks, what we carry, and the, the, the oils. and Because there's quite a few parts to carry on, a, on, on race trucks. And there's, you know, six to ten chase trucks that follow down the road that have to have parts. And not a parts store within miles. No, no, no. <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a timing thing. So, and it was very difficult with the language barrier because the time I didn't speak any Spanish. Right. Um, but yeah, it helped create a, a good team, and, and uh, I think I used more of my business skills, and we used their driving skills, and some of my driving skills too. You know, right. But a uh, very accomplished team, and and uh, they're part of the family. Yeah, Chicali's racing. Mm -hmm. Being involved in this racing team. And you treating it or teaching them how to treat it like a business. Mm -hmm. What did that whole experience teach you that you applied to advanced plumbing? Uh, well, I can tell you this: they have no, there is no no, in their game. Ah, okay. They don't have a no. Right. So um, it doesn't matter what the breakdown is; they can do some amazing things. A change a transmission in the middle of the desert when you thought there was no way to finish. They don't have a no in their game, Abs and absolutely not, like 100% not. Um, they just raced last weekend, and I didn't think they'd finish, and they did. And I, why I keep thinking they won't, I don't know, because they're an amazing team. But they don't have a no in it. And so I think what that brought back to Advanced Plumbing, because um, I've been with them for more than 16 years, is um, figure out a way to say yes mm. before you figure out a way to say no. Ah. Don't read a text from someone and think it's a bad text. Figure out a way to, to believe it's a good text, mm. okay? Because maybe it is. If you can get that attitude and get your people to have that attitude, you know, and, and especially with today, we have Google. There's, there's so many different ways, but right. uh, one thing I learned a long time ago uh, from a man named Steve Goodwin. He worked for a company that I worked for, and they brought him in as a service manager. He knew no plumbing, and I thought it was ridiculous that they had this man in here in charge of us that knew right. nothing. But one thing I soon found out, this man, and this is before Google and all that, he knew the power of the telephone. Mm. So even if he didn't know the answer, he knew how to get the answer. There and I was pretty impressed with him, pretty amazed. And so I've tried to follow after him, you know, when someone tells me something, I'm, I'm gonna be the big guy that says, well, Google it or call me. Um, just today, someone called me and wanted to do some complicated thing in the plumbing. And I, although I didn't know how, I knew how to make the phone call and figure it out for him. So, um, and, I, and I think in business, if you can do that, what we've done with advanced plumbing is I decided to find um, anything that someone needs, right. they can call me for. Right. Call me for roofing. I don't do roofing, but I'll set you up with BSW right. and get the roofing done. Um, call me for whatever you need. You need a doctor? I'll give you my doctor's phone number. But uh, if you can get people calling you for everything else, then they're also gonna call you for plumbing. There it is, right. there it is. One of the things that's being broadcasted on every channel, on especially every business network channel, radio station, is a, we've got a recession that's coming. Mm -hmm. And what have you learned from the last recession that you're applying 
to this recession? Because obviously you weathered the last one just fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you came out of it. What's the lesson this time around that you're implementing so that you don't make the same mistake as last time? Yeah, so honestly, I did not weather the last one fine. Okay. <clears throat> I weathered it. I didn't lose any property and didn't file bankruptcy or anything. I, def right. I definitely weathered it. Was right. fine? I don't think so. It was tough. Okay. I got back out and we changed things up. But Fair um, I, I can, I, I do, if it were to happen again, mm -hmm. you know, um, I feel that we'll be just fine. It will be much easier because the lessons I learned from that. Such as? So uh, when that recession hit, I had a lot of people working for me that were friends. Mm -hmm. And they're all my friends still to this day. I love these people. Right. But um, I didn't lay people off mm. when I should have because I didn't think that recession affected me as a plumbing company because it was more new construction. Right. I wasn't building. And so in the beginning, I, I should have reacted sooner. Mm. You know, people can't have a job to come back if you're out of business. Right. So had I went out of business, they would not be able to work here today. Right. You know, so, you know. You're not um, doing them any favors by keeping them around if they can't come back to something. Yeah, if, what, are you, if, what are you gonna give them an extra three weeks of pay and then they're gonna be, then they can't even come back to work for a great company? Right. You know, so the reality is you need to react quickly. You know, and it may be work people uh, half day and let them get their unemployment for half a day, you know? Right. And, you know, work through it somehow. But I think you need to react quickly. And, and we talk about that, you know, at least once a month, we'll sit down and say, hey, look, if it were to happen right now, how do we, how are we? Right. Keep your debt low or right. at none. I mean, right. that's the number one thing to do. And so we, we definitely do that. There was a, an oil guy years ago I met down in Cabo San Lucas and the oil was really slow. This is, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And, and I said, man, business must be really bad for you guys right now. But he's down here fishing, right? Right. He goes, oh, yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. I said, man, so what do you what do, you do with your business and stuff? He goes, well, I always kept all my equipment paid off. So now all my equipment's in my yard, all locked up, lower the insurance down to the minimum, and I go fishing. <laughs> you know, so lesson learned. Right. You know, it's only bad if, if you're not ready for it. Right? So, right. So make yourself ready. You know, what is it, plan for the worst? Sure, Hope sure. for the future. What do you have to say to the business owner who's struggling right now? Uh, so who's struggling it, it, right now? So I will tell you my Zig Ziglar. Okay, sure. <laughs> Uh, so Zig Ziglar, if everybody knows him, right. uh, as, as a famous salesman, right. you know, wrote some books also and stuff. And so he has a couple sayings, you know. He says, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll keep getting what you've been getting. Right. So I had some old cassette tapes and I listened to that over and over and I thought, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you keep getting what you've been getting. And I go, man, how true is that? How could you expect different results from doing the same thing? Right. Right. And I was a hard worker. I, I went out and ran the truck with one or two guys and I was in the truck and I worked hard and I did good plumbing and I came back and I advertised and I went and did good plumbing and I advertised it. But the results were the same. I, had, I made money, right. but I couldn't get any more ahead, you know? And when I heard that, I go, how, how could I expect different results? I really do the same thing. I do a good job plumbing right. and I pay for my marketing, but in reality, I'm doing the same thing and I want something different. Right. So if you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll keep getting what you've been getting. And then you changed the way you did things. But there was another Zig Ziglar saying. Okay. So if you keep doing what you've been doing, you keep getting what you've been getting. His other one was, if you do the things you need to do, now you can have the things you want to have later. Ah, uh, right? say that one more time. 
If you do the things you need to do now, you can have the things you want to have later, right? Why is that important? Well, because you have to prepare. Mm. And we were talking about if there's a recession, if you, were, if you went through the last recession, which most of us did, right. most of us should have learned our lesson. Should have. And known that it's going to happen, you know, it could right. happen again. Right. I mean, we never know, you know, what will happen. Um, we have to learn from our lessons, you know. But on, a, on another note, I, I, the Zig Ziglar saying, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll keep getting what you've been getting. Right. I said that for years and I believed in it. And then one year, there's a business in town and it was called Pip Printing. Right. And they were friends of, they owned a nice home and a nice business and they had a great, you walk in and get your stuff printed, they had great people at the counter and they did the same thing and they got the same thing. But I don't think that saying is true anymore. Mm. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll get less than what you've been getting. Ah. Right? Right. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll start getting less. So they didn't change their business. Ah, uh, they didn't meal. keep up with it. And so like Kinkos came in where people could walk up to a counter and do it and then took over, you know. So you have to change your business. If you're not changing something, tweaking something little, right. you're going to get less eventually because a new behind. guy's going to come in town. I mean, we can't run our business the same, you know, uh, 30 years ago, uh, 35 years ago, men worked, women stayed home raise kids. Now women work. Well, when are you going to go do their plumbing? You have to change your hours. You have to work a little earlier, a little later, work on some Saturdays. You can't do the same thing, right? So society's changed. Women, women work. They make money. They make the decisions too. Right. So we have to carry things that the women would, would like or that they would understand sure. that you're putting in. So, you know, you have to change your business constantly. If you're not changing, change or be changed, right? You're going to be changed. If visioneers <laughs> want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, our phone number is 8340424. You what was that number again? 8340424. Uh-huh. Or advanced www.advancedplumbingservice.com or the big red wrench at gmail.com. Well, Jim, this has been a real pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. This was a real yeah, treat. Thank you. And I'll be right back with my final thought. Hi, I'm Dr. Hugh Beatty, the Wellness Doc, also known as TWD. If you find that you have aging skin, suffer with facial acne, as well as wrinkles, the different things that I can do for you is Botox, chemical pills, facial fillers, as well as PRP. This can bring back that youthfulness so you can perform better at your business. Please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, the Wellness Doc. Reach out to Hugh Beatty, MD, the Wellness Doc, at 661-395-0315, that's 661-395-0315, or visit them online at hughbatymd.com, that's H-U-G-H-B-E-A-T-T-Y-M-D.com. Run-on sentences, misplaced modifiers, and dangling participles. As many of you visioneers know, every week I ask for your feedback here on Small Business Celebration. And the feedback you visioneers give me is invaluable, especially when you send it through our social media platforms like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. But over the past few weeks, I've been getting numerous complaints, and also in person, about the grammar in our visioneer questions. 
And it leads to quite the conundrum. Do, do I listen to the customer, you, Visioneer Nation, and clean up the question, or do I leave it alone, the, the heart and the soul of the business owner asking it? Now, I know most Visioneers, like yourselves, do not have advanced degrees in grammar and punctuation, but at the same time, I know many Visioneers want the very best small business celebration has to offer. So I ask you, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and let me know what you think. Do you want me to clean up the, the grammar and the punctuation? Do you want it to be perfect? Or do you want me to leave it alone, just as the Visioneer originally asked it? Well, I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Jim Hinesley, the owner of Advanced Plumbing, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business, and we'll see you here again next week. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.